from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. That is correct. And we're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA Sport. Tom Brady. Was this his doing? Bruce Arians has stepped down as the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He is headed to the front office. Then he's going to retire, it appears, according to Peter King in his Monday morning quarterback column. An addendum to it that he put out last night. And now Todd Bowles, former Dolphins interim head coach, former Jets head coach, is now the Buccaneers head coach. He takes over in what could be Tom Brady's final season, what could be Tom Brady's second to last season, third to last season, fourth to last season. We have no idea. We absolutely have no idea. Did Tom Brady have something to do with this? Did Tom Brady have something to do with Bruce Arians walking away? Jeanetta Javier, she's a Bucks fan. She can weigh in on this. Uh, she's here on this Thursday. I'm Ken Levicka. Friday Night Lights, Stone Lebanowitz running things until 2 o'clock. Tomorrow, we're going to be at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. A little field trip action. Stone and myself. So, if you've come out and seen Ken Levicka live, uh, well, live, <laughs> you've seen me. I'm nothing to look at. Add Stone to the equation. Definitely nothing to look at. Whoa, but I was you get excited. To come out, you get to come out. You get to see Stone. get to meet Stone. He hasn't been out uh, amongst the wild yet. He has not been, uh, he's not been unleashed on Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast yet in a, a radio capacity. So this, is, uh, this will be his first live appearance. So come out to the ballpark at the Palm Beaches tomorrow. And you'll also happen to see in action as the in-stadium host of the ballpark at the Palm Beaches, Jeanette Javier. Ooh. She is the host for Houston Astros games at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. What is tomorrow? One o'clock start? Yep, 105. 105. 105 start at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. So come on out. Get your tickets. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Come see spring training baseball. It's a Friday. You don't need to be at work. It's a Friday. You can leave work early. You can have yourself a beer or two. Have a cocktail. Watch some baseball. Watch Ken Levick alive. And just hang and enjoy yourself because the ballpark at the Palm Beaches is the best spring training facility out there, period. So easy to get to in West Palm Beach, 45th and Haver Hill. Just hang out with us tomorrow. It's supposed to be beautiful weather, bright sunshine, and spring training baseball at the ballpark at the Palm Beaches. You cannot beat that. Get your tickets, ballparkpalmbeaches.com. That's ballparkpalmbeaches.com. And check out, with only a couple of days remaining in spring training, Mm -hmm. the best spring training facility in America, the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Uh, So, Jeanette, you as a Buccaneers fan, and again, uh, Stone mentioned it earlier, you you were about to... Uh, after the wild card round of the playoffs, go buy Super Bowl tickets. Yep, I was ready to sell my car. You thought Tommy and, and the Bucks were headed to L.A. Yep. And we talked you into buying tickets to the divisional round against the Rams because mm-hmm. we said, hey, don't take this for granted. Don't take this for granted. And the Bucks largely played terrible in that game and then started a massive comeback at the end that fell short. Now, your thoughts on Bruce Arians. You, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, you feel how? about Bruce Arians? I feel like it was his time, honestly. Okay. I don't think this was Tom Brady. I think he recognized with Tom Brady being back, there needed to be change to the organization if we were going to use the GOAT correctly. Yeah. Because it didn't work last season, 
and there he already had his Super Bowl ring, so it really doesn't matter. I think, and we're losing obviously key elements. We have a couple pieces that aren't coming back to this mm-hmm. to to the team, so a lot of change is happening, and he just happened to be part of the change. Okay. So I'm honestly excited, and Todd Bowles highly respected by Buccaneers fans. Well, Peter King, if if you read his piece from last night. And did I send you, Stone, did I send you a little bit of Peter King? Oh, I, I, I've seen it. You didn't send it to me. I've seen it. Okay. And I heard him this morning when he got yeah. on. Peter King was on with uh, with Mike Greenberg. Yeah, or it was, it was Keyshawn J. Will and oh, Max. Oh, that's right. He was on Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keyshawn, who was was broadcasting live from our uh, our studios this morning. Uh, and he didn't use the toaster, apparently. So, uh, <coughs> Peter, King, Peter King said that Bruce Arians, this was going to be the plan. He wanted to make sure he was taking care of his coaching staff. He didn't want to just leave, and then there's regime change. And so Bruce Arians is able to take care of a guy that he loves very dearly in Todd Bowles, has been with him all the way back in the college ranks, and then obviously uh, several stops in the NFL, and the coaching staff is kept intact. So he inherently he's going to retire next year anyways. He'll move up to the front office for a final year, and he'll pass the torch and keep the staff intact. That's admirable. That's absolutely admirable on his end. In fact, Chris Long was on Get Up this morning, and Chris Long, he thinks that this is really a great thing across the board for everyone involved with Bucks and Brady. I'll go with everybody wins here. You know, man, I, it's like one of those things where obviously Tom wins. I think the sense was that Tom and Byron had the connection. I think the sense was that this is Tom's offense. You know, players are forced into retirement all the time by coaches. This is just a unique situation, even if it were the case. I think Byron wins because he's not the coach of the Jaguars, watching them give Christian Kirk $18 million and, and, you know, the, the uh-huh. list goes on. Yeah. And then, you know, Bruce wins. This is his legacy. This is what he's done since the beginning. Um, he has looked out for his coaching staff, and he's echoed those sentiments of diversity and, and its importance. And Todd Bowles and him have been together not just since the, you know, the league, but Temple. Um, so this is a guy that gets a well-deserved second shot, and he gets it in the division where he coaches Tom Brady, and the next best quarterback is Jameis Winston. Last time, he was coaching against Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. So I think everybody wins here. So Chris Long says everybody wins. Everybody wins across the board. Bruce Arians, Todd Bowles, Tom Brady, the Bucks as a whole, ownership. Chris Long says it's a win. But then there's Chris Carlin. Chris Carlin, who you hear on ESPN 106.3 and ESPN Radio, Chris Carlin says, no, 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 no. Tom Brady won an organizational battle against Bruce Arians. Brady is feeling himself a little bit here. He has a power in Tampa Bay that he never possessed before playing in New England. Even being the greatest quarterback to ever play the game, it was clear he never possessed that power because he lost a power struggle in New England with Bill Belichick. Was he going to lose a power struggle with Bruce Arians? Highly unlikely. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers won a Super Bowl because Brady was the quarterback. It's that simple. So I think that's compelling. I I do as well. And I like to think that Bruce Arians... Everything that was done was done because it was preordained, it was pre-planned, it was foresight, better than Eric Church's foresight, and he was just going to pass the torch, and everything went as planned. But it doesn't explain 
Tom Brady retiring, then suddenly coming back, and then suddenly Bruce Arians is no longer the head coach. We read the speculation last year that there were potential issues or differences in philosophy between Tom Brady and Bruce Arians. So you mean to tell me that Tom Brady walks away and then all of a sudden he's unretired and then right after that Bruce Arians decides he's not the head coach anymore? There's nothing in there that raises any red flags that maybe just maybe Tom Brady got the assurance that he was looking for that Bruce Arians was no longer going to be the head coach and that's why the way everything has gone down has gone down. Jeanette, that is, you don't think that's likely in any way, shape, or form? No, because it was also Bruce Arians' decision. It's not all Tom Brady. Just because, or was it? Yeah, I think it honestly was. I mean, Bruce Arians because can say that. Peter King's carrying water for him, but takes, is that actually what happened? It takes two people to fight in an argument. Maybe Tom Brady was like, okay, oh, Tom Brady came back point blank. Bruce Arians was the head coach when he did come back. Bruce Arians probably was like, ah, uh, no. Maybe Bruce Arians did it for the organization instead of just Tom Brady. But he's still part of it. He still wants the organization to succeed. So I don't think it was Tom Brady at all who was the one who was like, no, I want, th- I want Bruce, I want B.A. out. No, I don't think so at all. I, I like this, the fairy tale story. I like the way it feels, Stone, of, oh, Bruce Arians uh, making sure that the coaching staff is taken care of and ensuring that he's left the Buccaneers better than when he found them. Lovely, phenomenal, flowers, sunshine. Look at the rainbow. Hey, it's a unicorn in the Mm. sky. And Tom Brady is the quarterback, and Todd Bowles is being handed this successful situation. But I don't think sports overwhelmingly, pro sports, works like that. And I think Tom Brady, and I think Chris Carlin's on to something. He never had the upper hand with his head coach in New England. Never, ever, 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 ever. He tried, got smacked down. Part of the reason he left New England. It's also true that Bruce Arians and the Bucs don't ever win a Super Bowl in this era unless Tom Brady was their quarterback, right? Of course. So if Tom Brady retires and he says, you know what, I'm not feeling this, I want to come back, but I'm not doing it, or I'm going to the Dolphins unless Bruce Arians is no longer the coach, what do you think the Bucs are going to do? It's a super tricky situation. They're going to say, hey, Bruce, get to the front office. Yeah, I mean, no doubt. It's super interesting because... Let me ask you, who does things more so the Patriot way? Todd Bowles or Bruce Arians? Like, in the state of disarray that they're in with free agency and all of the holes in the roster, Bruce Arians is really loosey-goosey. Someone needs to step in and kind of make decisions and say, hey, this is how things are going to go and this is how we're going to do things. And that's more so Todd Bowles than it is Bruce Arians. Like, Jenna, I I get that you want to have this honeymoon uh, outlook, this sunshiny a view of what went down with Tampa Bay, but like this is pro sports, man. Like, it rains. Is, uh, it, yeah, it, and, and it's okay. You can accept it that, hey, Tom Brady played a power move. Did, does it tarnish Tom Brady if you think he made a power move, if it means that they're more competitive? You guys year? are making it sound like it's a bad thing if Tom Brady was the one who wanted Bruce Arians out. I'm just saying I think that's the real way in which it went down. Maybe there was a consensus that when he came back, it was like, oh, well, we, we, we knew they had problems. Like, this isn't going to go as smooth as we What thought. if Bruce Arians was the one that wanted to get out? Which he most likely was. Exactly. But there is always that. But that, do we that. know Bruce Arians wanted to actually get out? He can say now. It's it takes easy to two say people now. to be in a conflict. Bruce Arians probably could have wanted to stay. I, I don't think Tom Brady is the reason why Bruce Arians decided, moved out of the role. All I know is that Bruce Arians last year, I mean, he's, he's striking players 
on the field during okay. a timeout. Because okay. he's the first coach to ever do that, unfortunately. I'm not saying that it's like acceptable. It, 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 that doesn't mean it's acceptable. The it's blow not. up with it's Antonio not. Brown. Everybody's uh, blown up with Antonio Brown. <laughs> the the uh, issues that he had reported with Tom Brady, not on the same page. Him and Byron Leftwich are much tighter. There's much more cohesion there. I, why Why couldn't Tom Brady be a part of this? I just... Why do you step away? Why do you retire? And then you come back, and then in the snap of a finger, oh, hey, coaching change. That's not normal. That's not normal the way things happen with There's Tampa Bay. There's so many changes within the organization right now. The eye is clearly on a Super Bowl, exactly why Tom Brady is back to win with that team. There are piece, Like I mentioned earlier, the pieces are not all back right now. We don't have players that Tom Brady had beforehand in the championship season. So it was, he's just part of the change. Oops, Bruce Arians, you're not the head coach anymore. Simple as that. Do you buy Bruce Arians that this was pre-planned already? That he was already on the way out? Or do you think Tom Brady forced Bruce Arians out? Did Tom Brady force Bruce Arians out as head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at KLV1063. Did Tom Brady force out Bruce Arians as the head coach of the Bucks, 888-760-3776. One thing that I heard interesting from Peter King this morning, this was from his mouth. He said, I heard from a source, and he never gave the source, but he said Brady misses the all-encompassing, all-inclusive Pats organization and how they did things. He said he misses it. And he misses the Patriot way. So Todd Bowles fills the void of the Patriot way. Man, I got to ask Jeanette, Jeanette, how do you feel that Tommy wants the Patriot way in Tampa. And I don't want you brainwashed by Evan's love for Tom Brady or in the Patriot way. You you spent so much time with Evan Cohen and you were brainwashed by Patriots and Belichick and Brady. Do you actually want that with the box? Is that what you're looking for? Are you winning a Super Bowl with that in Tampa? Get me a ring, baby. That's all I care about. Oh my god. Show me the rings. Patriots were a dynasty, and bring that to the Buccaneers. I don't care. Show, show me the way to another ring. Let me just give you the timeline of events here, okay? Tampa Bay Buccaneers, after a strife-filled season, reports that Brady and Arians aren't getting along. They're not on the same page. The blow-up with Antonio Brown, the physical contact with the player on the sideline, the Buccaneers go down in the divisional round at home to the Rams. Mm-hmm. Brady decides to retire. Brady's retired for six weeks, comes back, and two weeks after that, Bruce Arians is no longer the head coach. In if you were living in a vacuum and knew nothing else about anything, what would you assume mm. would have happened, Stone? Yeah, I mean that, that's a really good question because just just the steps say that Tom Brady pushed him out. It, just looking at it blindly, Jeanette, in a vacuum, even though you have a Buccaneers branded brain, in a vacuum, mm-hmm. how would you see that? How would you view what transpired? There's a lot of changes going on right now. That's life, man. And that's that's what happened. Bruce Arians away, is a man. consequence of life. And I'm sorry. There's no other. That was great. <laughs> okay. Bruce Arians is a consequence of life. I can't argue with that. That actually is the best point you have made. Too ever. bad, honey. You're out. <laughs> Deal with it. Get me another ring. That was a great. I'm going to actually. Someone should get that tattooed on their forearm. Bruce Blank Arians is a consequence of life. of life. Maybe not Bruce Arians. <laughs> and certainly not Bruce Arians' face. But blank is a consequence of life. Just fill in the blank. That was very profound of you, Jeanette. I'm, well done. Thank you. Did Tom Brady force out Bruce Arians? 
Because I just think my rational brain tells me yes. And I'm not saying that that's the wrong thing to do. But what I'm saying is that I agree more with Chris Carlin that Brady won a power play Mm-mm. over this was the plan all along. No. Did Tom Brady force out Bruce Arians? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on the old bird app on Twitter, at KLV1063. Let's go to Boynton. That's where Ernesto is. Ernesto, talk to me, brother. Um, I'm talking to you from inside a vacuum right now. And uh, from where <laughs> I'm seeing, it looks plain and simple to me. That Brady had all his fingers on this one yeah. because you just said it. It made no sense. He retires, takes six weeks, and then comes back. Now, I think he must have gotten a heads up from the variants or the front office that he was going to step down. Now, this is the only reason why he comes back, and he comes back to the Buccaneers because he had a chance, if I'm correct, to go to the 49ers, his hometown. So I say this had fingers of Brady all over it, but at the same time, Janet, Jeanette, you can't say it. you you you're a, you're a how you say those words a, a homer. You yeah. gotta be stop, mm. don't be a homer. Don't be a homer. <laughs> gotta be real. Be true to yourself. Be real. You know that Brady's <laughs> doing everything possible to make. Nope, we lost her. Oh man, but the point he was, was made. He was, going, he was going for the dismount too. And <laughs> the, you know what? Show me the ring. At the end of the day. After everything's said and done, Tom Brady comes back. Okay, Bruce Arians leaves because of the decision. And if I get a Super Bowl ring, if my organization, if my team gets another Super Bowl ring because of it, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to be parading in here every Monday like I did last season with my Tom Brady jersey and giving y'all the finger because we came through again. Like a true homer. Exactly. What's the more ruthless way in which a quarterback got what he wanted? Aaron Rodgers, the last two off-seasons, or Tom Brady retiring in order to get his head coach into the front Don't office. Don't even compare What's the two. What's more ruthless? Ew! It, it is Ew! A, just absolutely Ew! phenomenal <laughs> analogy there. Ew! I'm just wondering. I'm just posing the it's question. It's the same power play. It's the same thing. One is obviously much better than the other, though. What if Ernesto is right? What if Tom's like, you know what? If he was planning to, to leave and, and retire and do this, I'll come back because yeah. I, I want somebody else staying, in the chair. If Bruce is staying, hey, Stephen Ross, uh, you you want me to come play for you? Or, uh, but there's no, hey, there's no slander in this. There's no telenovela drama in this. <laughs> Tom Brady is literally just coming to the organization, may or maybe not may, asking for a couple changes, but nobody's name is going down with it too. Of course. Do not he, compare Tom Brady to Aaron Rodgers. Because Tom's got regard. gloves on. Aaron Rodgers does it out in broad daylight. Tom, no, Tom Brady does yeah, not. Yeah, he did it in the shadows. Yeah, he did it in the shadows. He did it in the shadows, in daylight, Gina. in the bathroom, and like in, at home. <laughs> he did it everywhere, okay? You cannot compare Aaron Rodgers to Tom Brady in this um, at all. Bruce Arians, by the way, this is the end of his coaching career. He won NFL Coach of the Year as an interim with the Colts when Chuck Pagano had leukemia. 11 win, uh, in Arizona, 10 wins, 11 wins, 13 wins. In Tampa, 11 wins, 13 wins in his three seasons. His best marks in those three seasons yeah. and won a Super Bowl. Ooh. How do we view Bruce Arians? A coach of the year as an interim coach. He went 10 and 6, 11 and 5, 13 and 3 in his first three of five seasons in Arizona and then won a Super Bowl in Tampa. Do we have the Hall of Fame discussion about I'll, Bruce Arians? If he won a Super Bowl with somebody other than Tom Brady, maybe. 
But they're always going to say, without Tom Brady, he wouldn't have won that Super Bowl. 80-48, and 48, all-time, NFL Coach of the Year, and a Super Bowl champion, Bruce Arians. Do we at least have the discussion about Bruce Arians, the Hall of Famer? There's a discussion for sure. Like, don't, don't, we, don't we at least have a little bit of a discussion about that? He's going to be a Buccaneers Hall of Famer, that's yeah, for sure. It, well, uh, uh, the ownership with Tampa just announced that he's going to be part of Tampa's. He's going to be inducted into Tampa's Ring of Honor. Deserved. This year. Absolutely. Yeah, he's a Super Bowl winning coach. But is Bruce Arians, is, is he in a Hall of Fame discussion? And again, it's a pretty short sample size for him. Nine seasons as a head coach. But to win head coach, to win coach of the year as an interim, and to win a Super Bowl, and to be wildly successful in Arizona three of his five years, playoff appearances in each of those three years, is he a, a Hall of Fame head coach? Is Bruce Arians a Hall of Fame head coach? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Not only that, but did Tom Brady force Bruce Arians out? Did Tom Brady force Bruce Arians out? Because, again, rational brain, It's the for me, it's the little tiny part in the front left portion of my brain. That's my rational brain. Really, very tiny. Did he force out Bruce Arians? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063. We'll take your calls. Continue to take your calls. After I tell you about Brightline, Brightline is the way to get throughout South Florida. Brightline is the way that you are going to get yourself to and from Miami, Fort Lauderdale, West Palm, without wanting to blast your face into your windshield. There is nothing worse than being stuck in traffic. Every single day this week, I have been stuck in traffic. Every single day this week, it has been miserable. Brake lights and frustration and closed fists and anger. And I hate being stuck in traffic. You know what I like? The big yellow train. The train that goes fast. I like snacks. I like drinks. I like the fact that Brightline treats me good and treats me like a human being. Go Brightline.com, the free Brightline app. Take the Brightline, especially if you're going down to a heat game, especially if you're going to Miami, especially if you're headed to Fort Lauderdale for the weekend with the kids, going to the museum. Brightline. This is a public service. This isn't me just, oh, well, this is how uh, business matters uh, and, and how it works where Ken just talks about things and they say, good job, Ken. No. This is me trying to help you have a stress-free life. That's Brightline. Go Brightline.com and the free Brightline app. David is in West Palm. David's on Ken Levick Alive. Hi, David. Ken, how you doing today? Good, bud. Hey, so just I think, you know, to ask if Bruce Arian is a Hall of Fame head coach kind of makes me wonder the luck of Bill Belichick's season and how he'd be without Tom Brady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. – and if you know, uh, Bruce had a longer period of time. If he would still hold that same type of record that Belichick has held, um, you know. And David, and David, is, and I'll let you. I'll let you. Let me just answer to that because I'm going to forget to answer about it, and I just want to get in there, and then you can make your second point. Sorry about that. Um, the thing with yeah. Belichick and the better case for Belichick is that he is, even though if, even though it was luck, he was the one who was solely responsible for launching Tom Brady into the football <laughs> stratosphere, right? So he gets. He gets credit for that. Because, again, it was luck. I don't care what anybody says. It was luck, but he also that, that that was Bledsoe able to ride that hit. train. Yep, yep. That Bledsoe hit was Tom Brady's career. And then what um, was your second point? I'm sorry, David. No, just to backtrack earlier, the whole uh, you know coincidence, I think personally watching Arians for the last few years, it could be a health issue. It could be something to where, okay, Tom's back. 
it's time for me to his blood pressure. I mean, I've never seen that color red before. Yeah. And it could be strictly just a health issue. But he does. He and he has. He has had health problems. He has had. Uh, he has had health issues. And David appreciated the call. It very well could be. I mean, he told Peter King that I was going to retire next year, anyways. It's it's no joke. I I don't remember, and I don't want to speak out of turn here. I know there's been health issues. I don't know exactly what they were. I thought I heard that he had something strapped to him that delivered some sort of medication on a regular basis. I will. I, I, I'll look it up in the break, and well, I'm Budsman myself here, because again, I don't want to be um, just just flippant about that. So it could be health, but just from a pure sports vacuum standpoint, Tom Brady retires, then Tom Brady decides to come back, and then Bruce Arians leaves. That would suggest to me that there was something to do with Brady there. Mm, there could be many factors. Again, I'm going to keep saying it over and over again until you guys understand. There's a lot of changes within the organization right now. The goal is to win a ring, and if this is one of the changes that needs to be done, then so be it. Did Brady boot Arians into the front office? That was like a New York Post headline. 888-760-3776. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Lavica, and I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the NHR and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. What is this? Actually, you live under a rock if you don't know this song, Ken. Wait, are you, wait, you were being serious? Yeah, I'm being serious. Are you being serious? I am actually surprised. I'm going to, I'm probably on Stone's side on Sorry, I thought he was joking. I Me too. Up. What is this? The Zach Brown Band. Their Spanish is wrong in this song. They pronounce it terribly, <laughs> but it is a very popular song. One that I will say I actually enjoy. Okay. No, I don't have a problem with Zach Brown Band. You've never heard the song? No, I just... I got my toes in the water, ass in the sand, not a worry in the world, a cold beer in my hand. Life is good today. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. <laughs> I thought I was honestly, this is going to be embarrassing. I was going to be like, why are you playing Jimmy Buffett? Oh, my. I would have clipped it. I would have put you on blast. <laughs> so, fun fact about Jimmy um, Buffett. Buffett. Yeah. I used to call him Jimmy Buffet growing up mm. because I grew up with a very Hispanic family. Solid mistake. And I was like, it's spelled like Buffet. And then it wasn't until I had my like first American roommate, and she's a huge Jimmy Buffett fan. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what did you just say to me? And I was like, it's Jimmy Buffet. The weirdest thing, when I covered the Dolphins for those five seasons, the weirdest thing I did from a media standpoint covering that team is when they renamed the stadium Landshark Stadium for the year. That was Jimmy Buffett's beer. And he did a concert at the stadium to commemorate the naming of the stadium. And the hundreds of parrot heads that showed up as VIP <laughs> guests, and they're sitting there. And there's Dolphins officials in their aqua jackets and looking all business-like. And then there's Jimmy Buffett and 150 old people with paper parrots on their head uh, swaying back and forth to music. And I was covering it as media. And it was the weirdest damn thing I've ever done. Sounds like a blast, though, not going to lie. <laughs> I, I want to roll around with a parrot on my head. Well, what was Jimmy wearing? He was probably wearing a button-down. Yeah, a yeah, Hawaiian yeah, yeah. shirt? Yeah, the Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, the button-down Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, of course. That's his thing. Uh, Brian is in Boston. Brian's on Ken Levick Alive. Hi, Brian. Hey, how you guys doing today? Good, bud. Uh, I just wanted to let you know, Brady, he, <laughs> he, he kicked that guy, Bruce Arian, right down the stairs. Yeah. If you don't think that he did that, 
You guys are out of your mind. I'm I mean, out of my mind. I'm and, just, and that's what I'm saying, Brian. There's no way that this is just like a coincidence, that this was set Of course it's not. Listen, listen, I watched Brady for 20 years at home, okay? And he really started to change over the years as, you know, first of all, Brady wasn't, let me see, how do I put this? The very beginning of Brady's career, he wasn't the one winning the Super Bowls. It was the Patriots' defense. And if you don't think that Bill Belichick was just as important, if not more important than Tom Brady, you're out of your mind and you don't understand football. Yeah, you're wicked mind. Because Tom Brady never made one tackle. Tom Brady never kicked one field goal. Yeah. I mean, it's. I'm with you, Brian. I'm with you, and I appreciate the call. Tom Brady, Tom Brady, he has fingerprints on this. He's a suspect of Bruce Arians being up in the front office, and I think that he committed the act. You guys are making it sound like Tom Brady was the decision maker in this. Well, I think he probably, it, even though if he, no, who I mean, knows? They probably asked for his opinion, but he probably wasn't the they guy are, that was like, "I want this guy." They out. already knew his opinion. You're, but you're saying that Tom Brady was in that office and was like, no, "I want this." But guy I think out. they had to run it through that's him. That's the way you're making it sound like. I think they, they had knew. To run it through him. Yeah, they knew. Like, there's no way that Tom Brady came back to the Buccaneers, the way, the way I see it, unless he knew that Bruce Arians was not going to be the head coach I anymore. think that's false. I think that's false. What? I think he genuinely wanted to play football again with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and go for another ring. We need our lead conspiracy theorist, Theo Dorsey, here, just to, to put it all to rest. What's really going on? Because I think there's something to Chris Carlin. Yeah, he is our he is our resident conspiracy theorist, Theo Dorsey. Uh, by the way, just to because I didn't want to be irresponsible for the first time in my life. Congratulations, but, uh, Bruce Arians. Uh, this is from the ESPN story when he contracted COVID back in December. Arians, age 69, has had multiple health issues in his career, including a prostate cancer diagnosis in 2007, a skin cancer diagnosis in 2013, and a renal cell carcinoma that required part of his kidney to be removed in 2017. He was required to undergo a physical to ensure he was healthy enough to coach the Buccaneers before accepting the job in 2019. Bruce Arians just said in his press conference in Tampa that his health had absolutely nothing to do with this decision. So there we go. I just wanted to make sure we had all that buttoned up. But you got Tom, what are you mad about? You got Tom Brady back. Everything's good. Everything is fine. I don't like how everybody, how you guys are putting the blame on hey, Tom Brady, but, Tom Brady but, on this. Do you want a championship? Sometimes it takes being ruthless to win a championship. If and Tom Brady's being ruthless because he thinks no more Bruce Arians means a better chance at a championship, that's why I think I'd it, be thrilled with that. That's why I think it, it's an organizational decision. It wasn't just Tom that Brady. That goes through Tom Brady because he no, is no, the organization. No. no, he is not. There's other people put in place who make the decisions. Okay, but Tom Brady's more important than Jason Licht. He, Tom Brady's more important than the Glazers. Undeniably. Tom Brady is now the face of the Buccaneers organization, and he has been now for going on three seasons. The opportunity to get another ring is more important than any other decision. And if this is what it takes, then off we go. Mm-hmm. Bye, and, Bruce Arians. And, and, yeah, exactly. But that's what I'm saying. The, the, I don't think it was Tom Brady the, by himself, though. You guys are making him look like the bad guy, and he's not. But sometimes you have to be the bad guy to get what you want. Sometimes you have to be the bad guy to get what you want. Aaron Rodgers, he played the bad guy back-to-back uh, off-seasons. Stop comparing and he got what him he to Aaron Rodgers. $50 million dollars a year. No, 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 because they both carry. If, if Tom Brady did make the decision, he, he carried it completely different than Aaron Rodgers. Didn't I just say it? Tom Brady is a bad guy. No, he is not. In a good way or in a bad way? Both. <laughs> Gotta be both. No. Tom Brady is not a bad guy. Aaron Rodgers is a bad guy. Not Tom Brady. Mark is in Lake Worth. What's up, Mark? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, Good to buddy. talk to you. Good to talk to you. Hey, uh, just uh, 
I feel that some coaches really have a, a power play issue with the players and struggle with that. And I'll give you a, a, a different example with a different sport like Billy Donovan with Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook wanted to do whatever he wanted to do, and Billy Donovan couldn't really control that during the game. I think there's a little bit of a power struggle between Bruce Arians and Tom Brady. And Tom made so, sure that there was no more power struggle. Like that that's Tom Brady right. Tom Brady so, wasn't so, coming back if Bruce Arians was still the coach. So when Tom was gone, Bruce was like, Okay, I, I can handle this now. A D A Antonio Brown's gone also, so not a big deal. Uh but once Tom Brady came back, it's like, do I want to put up with this anymore? Right. Right. Uh, maybe. Maybe it was after the fact. But also then, too, that suggests, Mark, uh, I think what you're getting at is that, yes, indeed, maybe it's not the timeline that I put out there, but Tom Brady did have something to do with it, ultimately, and appreciate the That call. would make it Bruce Arians' decision, not Tom Bruce Brady's Arians decision, decision. Bruce Arians' Bruce decision A- uh, because Tom Brady decided that he was going to come in and Bruce Arians knew he wasn't going to win a power play. Yeah, and to Mark's, no. to Mark's point, and what I brought up a little earlier, like, what if Bruce Arians didn't want to handle or manage the end of Tom Brady's career? Like, oh, here comes this guy. Like, I got I to gotta handle this two years of just Tom Brady, Tom then Brady, Tom Brady. That's Bruce Arians' decision. That has nothing to do with Tom Brady. He came back. He's back. Now and? he's going to retire in a year and? or two, and someone's got to handle that. And? Now it's Todd Bowles. Now it's Bruce Arians' decision if he wanted to man up and deal with that decision or not. Not Tom Brady's? Tom Brady put out a hit, Ken. He's a, hit. No. he's a gangster. What a gangster move on Tom Brady's part. <laughs> just a note. Right Don't through. make me fall in love with my QB even more, okay? <laughs> right in his mailbox. It's well, just said. Again, I'm not, I'm not judging. Well, I kind of am. I'm not you saying so that, are. I'm not saying that, that it, is, it is like a, a legacy tarnishing move that Tom Brady made. What I'm saying is that he felt that I don't want Bruce Arians on the sideline anymore. I've got the power here. I know I've got the power. I'm going to use that power. And now we'll come back. He just flexed a little bit. He flexed. He flexed. And you know what? I think he's earned the right at 45 years old to flex a little bit. I'm As just saying he did it at Bruce Arians' expense. If he did flex, he should because he is the GOAT and we all know this. And I don't think this was all Tom Brady's decision. I think Bruce Arians had a bigger part in this than what you guys are giving him credit for. Uh, can we real quick uh, hear Bill Simmons from two days ago on his Bill Simmons podcast? From the ringer. This is this is Bill Simmons talking about what was the impending Heat Celtics showdown last night in Boston. You know, if Boston beats Miami tomorrow, I actually think Miami probably ends up in the four seed. Let's hear that one more time. You know, if Boston beats Miami tomorrow, I actually think Miami probably ends up in the four seed. Stone. You know, if Boston beats Miami tomorrow, I actually think Miami probably ends up in the four seed. If you could, Stone, do us the duty of, um, of cueing the music. Because what happened last night? It was not a loss in Boston. In fact, it was a defining late-season victory for Jimmy and the boys. 106.98. We ain't talking four seed, Bill. We ain't talking barely sliding in to home court advantage in the first round, Bill. Hey, hey. We're talking one seed. The Heat are going for the top seed. The Eastern Conference Championship going through Miami. Woo! 
106-98. Jimmy, 24 points. Lowry, 23 points. Max Struess picking up blocks at the rim. And steals. Playing D. Max Struess. Bam. No answer for him. No answer for him. Don't forget Dwayne Dedman. He came through last night, too. Dwayne. Jason Tatum, 9 of 17 in 40 minutes. 0 of 5 from 3. Six points in the final six minutes. Jason Tatum, he's not elite. Jason Tatum's not elite. (laughs) Oh, the Celtics, they're title contenders. Well, they got a face full of Spo in the crew last Mm. night. Sit down, Jalen Brown. Sit down. I actually texted you last night about the Lakers. You didn't even give a damn. You said, I don't talk about I don't talk playing. about teams that are battling for the play-in. I talk about teams who sit on the top of their conference, mm. and that's the Heat. Hey, Bill, get the Heat out your mouth. Get the Heat in the four seed out your mouth. Yeah. And you do a big L up in Beantown, and the road, all signs, point to the top seed in the East. Numero uno. Heat in Five, Bill. Because I want to clip it. Do a little Will Smith tribute. Hey, Bill Simmons, get my... Hey, 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 hey. Do you have it ready to go? Do you have it ready to go? Let's get a little slap action going here, Stone. Let's get a little slap action going. You tell me when you're ready. Let's get a little slap action going here. In honor of Will Smith and Chris Rock. By the way, the news coverage of Chris Rock's stand-up in Boston last night. Breathless this morning throughout local TV throughout the country. Did he talk about it? Did he talk about it? No, he didn't talk about it. Who cares? Let it die. Nobody cares about Will Smith and the Chris Rock slap anymore. Tell Bill, tell Bill Simmons hey, what's hey, up. Hey, 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 uh, uh, um, uh, hey, real quick here. Oh, if the Heat, if the Heat lose to the Celtics, they're going to be the four seed in the East. <laughs> nope. The Celtics, the Celtics are title contenders. <laughs> oh, nope. Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum, he's an elite player. <laughs> oh. The Heat are ruined. The Heat are ruined because they had a confrontation on the sideline. They're falling apart. The sky is falling. Four straight losses. <laughs> That's right. Right in your face. Right in your face. Keep the heat out of your bleeping mouth. One more. Yes. Yeah. One more time. Again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Boston, you got taught a lesson last night. Don't come at the future Eastern Conference champs. Okay. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Kent Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar in the Bean Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We are presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. See, this is one of the days where you wish there's a third hour. Like, this is going lightning quick, right? Yes. Not enough time. Not enough time. I've had a lot of fun yelling at you both about everything. <laughs> uh, well, you join the club, Jeanette. <laughs> join the damn club. Hey, uh, you should join the club of people who has bought an automobile, the happy family of customers at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. 
West Palm Military Trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport. That's Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. My Kia K5 GT, I love that car. It's my baby. It is blue. It is sparkly. It is fun. It is fuel efficient. And it is great for the family. It checks all the boxes. There are so many Kias. That selection is ridiculous. At Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, again, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport on Military Trail. You cannot miss it. Big old Kia sign in front. All those beautiful Kia automobiles that surround it. That's GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. Go ahead and check out beforehand their selection, and then make sure that you head out to Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, where they have a credit clinic on site, making sure they have your back with your finances. That's Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. All right, so I wanted to bring in Julian Zaldivar. He is the host of Comunidad weekdays at noon on Deporte 760 AM. As I've said multiple times, Jeanette, if you're going to listen to one midday show in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, make sure it's that one, even if mm-hmm. you don't speak Spanish. That one that Julian and Elias Bustamante, they, they host is so much better. Especially when show. Jeanette is in the show. Yeah, no. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, it just puts it over the top. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Julian and I made a bet uh, when the U.S. played Mexico last week in the World we Cup did. qualifier. We did. If Mexico won the match, I had to eat. What is the name of this? I Julian? just came up with a random weird the Mexican killer quesadilla. A killer quesadilla. A killer quesadilla. Uh, what does it contain? So Julian? it was. It's so it's a quesadilla uh-huh. with some uh, salsa and two of the most spi- two of the spiciest chilies in the world, all Mexican, <laughs> habanero, and serrano. So great, great, great. It's waiting for you, Ken. So my stomach is going to melt. That's is awesome. Is this one of them up here that yeah, you put in the studio? Yeah, just a little studio? bit. Stone told me, me to bring one Let me one smell of it real quick. You smell it from where you're sitting right now. This Holy is a sweet Jesus. This God. is absurd. I didn't even have to get close to it. You no. just smell no, how. I think you might smells. end up going to the ER after taking a bite or two. God bless you, yeah. child. Yeah. Well, this that's is how we be... Mexican roll when it comes be... to soccer <laughs> and eating quesadillas. Bad for the old tum tum. Uh, so, <laughs> if the U.S. won the match, uh, I was trying to think of the most American food possible, and what I came up with was. <laughs> A hot dog wrapped in a cheeseburger with apple pie on top. <laughs> wow. Okay? That's pretty American. So what ended up happening, it was a scoreless draw. Mexico and the U.S. played to a scoreless draw in this World Cup qualifier, which means that both Jewel and I are being punished. So it's not just the peppers, the 12 hottest chilies in my belly in this killer quesadilla. It's also today Julian is going to be eating a hot dog wrapped in a cheeseburger with apple pie. 10,000 calories in one bite. So speaking of ER, guess who's going to be hanging out with his pal in the ER? (laughs) Julian. You too, there. I'll see you there in a couple of hours, Ken. We're going to be ER hermanos, as they (laughs) say in Mexico. we do for soccer. That's right. That's right. So Julian and I, in just a couple of minutes here, and you can check it out on our social media channels, on Twitter, at ESPN West Palm, on Instagram, at ESPN West Palm. I don't know what else we're doing. Figure it out. Um, But uh, we are going to be paying off this bet. And again, we both lost. Anybody who watched that Mexico-U.S. game, they lost in their soul. We've actually lost with our stomachs. Exactly. Right. Uh, So this is going to be traumatic, 
both physically and mentally, For what's about to you. take place. Yes. So I've got the killer quesadilla, and you said 12 of the hottest chilies out there. Yeah, Serrano only peppers one delicious salsa that's going to go straight to your stomach. <laughs> oh, man. This is going to suck A so hard. A day to remember. <laughs> um, uh, Courtney, are the bathrooms working now? Can we go number two in our bathrooms here at ESPN West Palm now? Okay, good. Because I wanted to make sure that Thank I was God. taking care of so I didn't have to go across the street into the other building and fill this point where you everybody knew when I was going over there. there. Hey, that guy's pooping. Now he's uh, dropping a deuce. Yeah, yeah. Hey, deuce. <laughs> right. So uh, so in a couple of minutes, that's happening. So Julian, Godspeed, my friend. Uh, thank you for doing this with me, and I'll see you in the hospital, okay? And the bright side of things, both the U.S. and Mexico are in the World they Cup. They are in the World so Cup. So we'll be worth it. Right. Oh, so it's not done in vain. No, because no. at least our teams made it to Qatar. Oh, so. congratulations! Hopefully, you and I will be alive to watch our teams play in November. Right. Because after what's happening, yeah, today, I was say, if we don't perish, <laughs> oh my God. after this, exactly. Uh, Julian, I'll see you out in the kitchen in a couple of moments. See you in a few, my dear friend. All Thank right. you, Jeanette Javier. Well done. See you tomorrow at the ballpark, the Palm Beaches. Stone will be out there. Heat in five. Hey, Bill Simmons, get the heat name out your mouth. Heat in five. Ken Levicka, live. ESPN 106.3.